0: You're listening to the O Balls Podcast in association with Peninsula Prince for all your bespoke t-shirt and clothing prints.
1: Hi and welcome to the O Balls podcast with Chris and Paul. Before we get into this week's episode, I just want to say that we're now live on Apple Podcasts, which are made up about. It took a few weeks, but we're finally on there, as well as Spotify and Google Podcasts. Also, if you'd like to get involved with any of the features on the show, you can get in touch with us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter using at BallsPod, or email us using O'BallsPod at outlook.com, with all that out the way, on to this week's episode. Welcome to the old balls podcast with Chris and Paul. How are you, mate?
0: Sounds you know, Good. Uh, a bit tired, like, but come off nights, didn't I? Just come off nights, so like trying to get myself back into uh, some sort of routine. But I've got five days off to do it, so not too bad, oh, is it? It's all
1: right it? for some, is
0: yeah, don't cry, it in mate. Your shifts are <laughs> cush. Your shifts are cushy, eight till four, Monday to Friday, you little girl. Half oh, seven so oh. far.
1: I done an eighteen-hour shift the other
0: day. Oh, do you know what I said to Joe? I'm never gonna hear the last of this. He even <laughs> no, put it no, on it it his Instagram story. Chrissy never posts on Instagram, and the day he done one long shift, he put it on his Instagram story.
1: Nice. Right.
0: What have you been up to? Apart from working, golfing every other day, and running every other day. As you know, I'm doing it. Um, oh, I'm doing it like a charity thing in June for to do 100k, um, do 100k running split over the month, and um, to try and raise a bit of money for Mental Health UK. My link is on Just given so um, anyone can donate. You haven't. You're too but you were better at it. No.
1: I was waiting to bring it up in this before I started. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) It's
0: as tight as a duck's ass, you. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I've just done... When I started running about eight weeks ago, probably at the beginning of lockdown, to be honest, just when everyone was allowed to when you're only allowed to go for no runs and stuff on your own. Um, I set myself a target, and I'd never even done a 5K without stopping, ever. Obviously yeah. in school, but I mean, certainly as an adult, I'd never done anything like that. When I was going out for runs, I was absolutely blowing. out after like 1k, um, so I set myself a target, I got my 5k in, uh, and I finally done one without stopping, so then I set myself right like, well, 30 minutes, under 30 minutes is going to be my goal, so I think I'd done that about a month ago. It's probably three, four weeks into my challenge. Was that Um,
1: um, using that technique that um, you started using? Or did that kind of fade away after a little bit?
0: kind of. I'll be honest. So it's called cadence. Danny Burns put me onto it. Basically, two of the doctors in his work heard that he was starting to do running and he told them to look up what his cadence is. Effectively, it's how many times your feet touch the ground per minute. That's what it is. So the idea behind it is that if you keep an eye, if you keep an eye on it, you get a much better, you get a much better idea of of a, of a tempo, basically. Yeah. You know, if you can keep it at, at the same thing, then you're effectively running at the same sort of rhythm the whole time, aren't you? And obviously, if you've got a watch or if you've got a good watch or something that can track it, so the first time I went out that night, I was doing proper dad run. It was a proper dad run. My steps were so. So small. I felt like I was. It was proper. But I wasn't tired. I was doing this. I'd done the same rhythm all night, and I actually done the, the run, the five k in twenty nine thirty six, which was obviously under thirty minutes. So it kind of got me. It, it got me thinking about me rhythm and how I'm running, uh, not necessarily the pace, more just getting yourself into a flow. And having, you know, someone else put me on, someone else, like certainly having a certain type of music, not like something mad quick. Because yeah. naturally, even, the, you know, put, put fast, loud music on in your car, it, you drive faster. Yeah. yeah. And you, you, it's subconscious. So, and then I I, I, Googled, I went on Spotify and, and I found something, some music for 160 beats per minute. And then you can naturally try and run a bit, like, you know, run the same Lots of little things, to be honest, but the cadence thing. Um, f- Simon Fletcher, arsehole, Whenever I post <laughs> something about me running, he, he tells me how shit it was. Um, he calls me Danny cadence nonsense. But i um, said so to say MacDonald. But it's, um, it, if 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 anything, it just made me think about the 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 rhythm of me running. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And I kept banging on about my time, and that's Neil. And Neil, as you obviously we spoke to Neil a couple of weeks ago about his running and stuff. He is so fit, it's unbelievable. He'll fifteen, bang the fifteen mile out a few days ago. Wow,
1: it's brilliant. It's
0: like it's nothing. Mate, that's more than half a marathon. And get out of bed and just go and do fifteen miles. That is unbelievable. That, Um, and he said to me, "You're focusing on all the wrong thing." He's like, "Just go out, just go out and run, and then." Each time you go out, you'll you'll feel a little bit better, and you'll probably for the next mile go a little bit quicker, so on, so on, and so on.
1: Yeah, so it's just more um, consecutive do, doing consecutive runs instead of thinking about the technicality behind
0: it. Yeah, it's a uh, repetition, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and progression and, uh, with
0: fitness. I was going, uh, and then one day. I was I think I was three kilometres away, and I normally at, I was two and a half three kilometres away and normally at that point is when I turn around and I come back. And I felt really good. So I was like, okay. I just carried on running down that road, didn't turn, just carried on. And then I got I got 4K away. I was like, yeah, sure, better turn back now. And I thought to myself, well, you know, you're 4K now. If you double that, that's 8k, that's actually five miles. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I thought, well, I'll try and do a five mile of that day, and I'd done it. My time was terrible; like it was fifty-nine minutes or something. But again, didn't stop once. Um, you know, five miles is eight k. It's a long run that mate. Yeah. That's Not so obviously, to some people, some people do that every single morning. But yeah, when you've when never... had months. Yeah, and then it just it just progressed me like you know a few days ago. I think about, I think about five days ago I just went out in the morning and done 3k like it was quite a fast run like. but I just done 3k because I thought i just get out and do something you know what I mean
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I got on a treadmill the other day and done got on a treadmill and done f- like 2k this morning just to loosen my legs uh, my legs are a bit stiff but, but talk, talking
1: about the treadmill there eh? What's the problem with running on the treadmill for this challenge? What what happened? I don't have
0: it? a everyone seems to have a problem
1: with it. Why? Why does it have to be done outside for it to count? I, I didn't understand that when the the was. Let me killed. ask
0: you let me ask you a flip a, a question on the flip side. If someone does a five hundred mile rowing challenge in a supermarket to raise money, what do they do it on? A rowing
1: machine? Obviously. Someone does a
0: five hundred mile here to London and back trip on a cycle in a supermarket. What did he do it on?
1: Obviously, the bike that's going nowhere.
0: Correct. Right, what actually happened was, I obviously, me and Joe bought a treadmill. Yeah. So, that day I was just like, I just set it up, obviously. And I set it up and I got on it. And I started, I put it on like a nice pace and I just started running. But I wasn't tired of it, I was just, well, and before I'd even realised, I'd done 5k. And Joe was like, well, there's your 5k, you don't have to go out tonight now, do you? And I was like, oh, I was like, it doesn't count. She's like, it's 5k, Paul, you've run 5k, end of. And then I put it in a group, got absolutely ridiculed for it. <laughs> spat me down out. that was pretty usual. But, <laughs> I, like, nah, I took offence to it, because, it is because, like, I felt like people were trying to degrade the fact that I was trying to do something good. You know, and yeah. I still stand by it now. I told the people that were involved, I told them as well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm with you. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I like the, the, the treadmill one I found. I was sweating far too much. I, I, I felt that uncomfortable after like three, three, three um, K to be honest. When yeah. I'm out, when you're out on the road, it's cooler. It's, you know, you haven't really got a destination, have you? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I prefer the road ones. It was just one of them. I just thought, well, it's 5K, so I was putting it in my bank on the on the thing. Yeah.
1: Um, I, I don't understand why. What, what is the difference. It's like going to the gym, banging on 5K on the treadmill and saying, well, none of them calories cramped because I didn't, didn't move. But, but what was the point in doing in the first place?
0: Well, I've had uh, this, mate. It's a of
1: shaggy so, for me.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it was just um it was you know, I, I did spit me me out but I spoke to I spoke to the people involved and to be fair they were only having a laugh. I mean, you know, I have a bit of a history of spitting me out, but I just took offence on that one, to be honest, because You're doing it for the good course, aren't you? Um, doing it for the good course, a course yeah, yeah. You know. And then to be honest, so I've been I I it then progressed and I'd done a ten K with Lee in the park. at Birkenau Park when you go around both of them and back to the same gate that you started at it's 3.2 kilometres it's exactly a bang on two miles when you get back to that gate it's two miles to the to the metre to be honest yeah Um, around the roads of the park yeah yeah I don't know what you mean so so um, done that 10k that was the last we had a minute and a half to go and about 400 metres Or 500 meters, and Lee said, Lord, if you want to break under an hour yeah So it was on 58, like 48, no, 58, 50, something like that. And then now we had a minute and 10 seconds to get under an hour. He said, You're gonna, we're gonna have to pelt it. You're you're gonna have to hit it hard. And because Lee just went a nice pace for me, you know what I mean? Just to sort of keep, he just ran just a tiny bit ahead of me. So he he was in my eye the whole time. And then every time he stepped it up, he'd get away from me a little bit. And then I'd, I'd, you know, like, it was a nice yeah, pace again. Yeah, it was a nice pace. Um, it set us about nine minutes twenty the whole time, which for Lee is really really easy. Yeah, nine twenty miles. Um, yeah, and then oh mate, you should have seen it running back towards the gate. It was just getting to just just to ten kilometers. We had two hundred left, and I was sprinting properly <laughs> properly like. At the end of a 10K, you know what I mean? So I have to put that in yeah. properly. I've never ran so hard in my life. Beat it by about, I think we beat it by three seconds or something. We've done 10K in an hour anyway. Yeah. Um, so that was, to be honest with you, mate, it's probably one of my biggest achievements in my life, that. It's really cool. Another, thing, that I, another thing I got absolutely the pissed out of me for by my mates as well. Um, but I stand by it. I, I, it's something that, I, you know, I, I, I'd never even as an adult completed a 5K. And then within six weeks, i have done a 10k, not stopping. That's class, You know, down. and and under an hour, mate, as well. You know, pretty <laughs> yeah. pretty decent time to be fair. Um but but me my goal in the last two weeks was has been to absolutely smash me 5k time. Uh, as you so know, what have
1: you come down with with that? but what's your lowest you've done your 5k in?
0: So two weeks ago. I done it in twenty twenty eight forty. I was yeah. made up with myself. Then I done Seeking Ferry to New Brighton, the um, the clown round about the first one after bubbles. Yeah, I done that in twenty seven forty eight.
1: It's good. That's where I done my five Ks because it gives you the countdown on the stakes, how many meters there is to New Brighton. I don't know whether you noticed on the um, on the left hand side when you're running back towards New Brighton. Did you not notice them?
0: What, from Seacom?
1: Yeah, if you go from Seacom. Does it, yeah, on on yeah, the prom, does it, yeah.
0: I'll have a stakes. look at that next time. I think it's every 200 metres there's a stake. I use my watch, don't I? So it's yeah. more kind of... Um, I, to be honest, more, I don't look on my watch. technically advanced. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not a granddad. <laughs> you know, like, pointing the ships in with the stakes <laughs> and that. I, um, no, I don't use I, I don't use me watch... Chris for for me distance. I watch it to see. I just because it's got three fields on so it's got a distance one. I don't I, so I, it's got three fields so it's got a distance one at the top. It's got an overall time and it's got a pace. So it tells you what pace you, you you're doing your miles at. Do you know what I mean? And really? I just try and uh, anything between eight thirty and eight fifty is was soft light like for me at the moment that. But I was doing ten forty when I first started. Yeah, So uh, yeah I'd done, I'd done that In 2847 And I was buzzing With myself But there was a Quite a big headwind Coming at me You know On my way to New Brighton Down from the Seeking Ferry yeah. uh, it was Hard that mate it was, it was a proper hard one I told the lads It wasn't Because I didn't want to Look like a fairy But <laughs> uh, And then So then What I'd done Joe dropped me off A Seeking Ferry And then she went to New Brighton By the roundabout yeah. And just sat there 20 minutes You know what I mean um and then I, I obviously got in the car. So it was breaking 29 minutes for the first time, and I've put a thought to myself, I've got so much more in the tank than that now, because the headwind was so strong. Yeah. It, it literally put a minute and a half, two minutes on me time. So what I've done, I, I Joe couldn't come with me the next time, so I parked my car at Seeking Ferry, and I, just, I ran two and a half kilometres away, you know, yeah. past... Yeah, Clumber Ferry, pub and whatever. I basically two and a half k. This is where you know the pirate ship was.
1: Yeah, I was going to say it's towards Vale Park, isn't it? Because I'd do from yeah. Vale Park to Seacum Ferry and then come back.
0: Yeah, it's it's just by where the the, the pirate ship was. Yeah. Um, about anyway, do you know what I mean? I turned around and came back, and I'd done that in twenty-seven. Sorry, my time to to New Brighton, the five k was twenty-seven, twenty-eight previous best before that was 29 minutes, so it beat it by two minutes. Then me, me seeking one was 26-28. Yeah. And then, yeah, I was buzzing with that. And then I went to Birkenhead Park before. Birkenhead Park's quite a naughty run, because it's got it's two... Up and down,
1: isn't it, yeah?
0: Two quite big um, inclines, one in each park. And I've done that in 26-45... 26, 45, 26 35. Um literally ten seconds longer. But um it's a much harder run the park, to be honest, because of the inclines, you know what I mean? And when when you look at your when you look at your times, your kilometre times when you've run the park, you know, you know the two where you've gone up the hill anyway, and you know (laughs) the two when you came back down (laughs) the hill. to be honest, mate, I never thought I'd enjoy running. But I'm seeing results and I'm feeling a lot fitter and When I finish my runs, I'm not blowing in any way. After the 10K, I was hurting. But only for five minutes. Didn't feel it the next day or anything, you know what I mean? Like, my my body's
1: not... Yeah, the recovery time's one of your biggest things, isn't it, with your fitness? Once your recovery time's starting to come down, then you know that you're starting to get fitter then. That's what I I found when I started. I think the big thing
0: is um, I've got to get fitter in order to do 100K in a month. 100K in a month sounds easy, you know. It's three... Effectively, it's 3.3 kilometres per day. Which you could do. But obviously, there's things in everyone's life. You know, you have a way... You can't...
1: might not be able to go out every day. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So you're going to have to make up the numbers somewhere else.
0: 10 means you've got to do... I'll work it out. If I do four 10Ks in the month, which I'm dreading... I'm dreading doing it. But I I don't have to think about, about doing it under an hour. I just... The only reason we've done that is because we were so close to finishing and then yeah. there was an opportunity to finish under an hour. Do you know what I mean? I could have done that quite comfortably in one hour and two minutes and just, just jogged it in. If I, I think I worked it out. If I do four 10Ks, I've only got to do 12 fives, which is one every other day. Yeah. Which is... Basically, what I'm doing. I'm uh, today. Well, we're on the 11th, and I've done 30k.
1: Was that where you're so, up to now? Is it 30 on what? What are we on? The 11th, 11th day, you're up to 30 now.
0: 30k, yeah. yeah so, <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, um it's Thursday, isn't it? Today, so Saturday, I'm gonna do a 10. I get up in the morning, and what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna drive my car to Seeking Ferry. I'm going to do the run all the way to the climb, round route, the 5k. Turn round, and just nice, steady pace home. Coming, going there is a lot harder than coming back. There's two naughty inclines there as well, actually. There is, yeah. But generally, the wind comes in, doesn't it? Comes yeah. down. The river. So, going home, it's always a little bit easier. It pushes you slightly. Um, the running mate, come out with me. The running's good. I, I like... I sound like some sort of expert. But I'm not. I still struggle myself. You know what I mean? I've still got a I I still really, really struggle around the 3k mark on every run that I do. Yeah. That's 3k is my proper mental barrier. Um, I'd love to I, get
1: into it. The, my fitness is shite at the moment. Awful. Since not being able to go to the gym, I, I've I've gone massive. But <laughs> oh, I need to get back into it. I know.
0: You're Don't to tell me. <laughs> do <laughs> nah, so, you know when you go running yeah it's dead important to have someone who who A loves it and B can actually set a pace I went with Lee and Lee's an idiot mate he, nobody's going to say that he's not an idiot but what I mean is he's one of these people who loves like putting himself through shit so he would he, he loves going and doing a 10k you know what I mean yeah I that, that's, that's his thing And when he took me on the 10K, better mind it was around Birkenhead Park. So, you know, we put ourselves, I put put myself through six quite big inclines to do that three times. Um, You know, he loves all that. And that that pace was easy for him. But, you know, um, I am going to have to make sure. I think what I'm going to do, I think I could get away with not doing the 10Ks and do 5Ks every day.
1: But that's leaving a lot to do, isn't it? If you get, like you say, if, if you're working nights and stuff, that's where you're gonna to have to think about that. That's where your yeah. trouble's gonna start.
0: No, I get that, but I mean, I've got a 10k and meet me you anyway. You should just got to go somewhere flat. You, want, you don't, don't do yourself like, don't be stupid like me and go and do it around round park the first time.
1: Do the dips. Okay. Just do loads of laps around the dips at New Brighton. It's all flat. Yeah. it's going to be boring it's going to be
0: a thing I might as well do it on a treadmill yeah you, you know what I mean yeah that's the, thing about, that's the thing I think on Saturday morning on Saturday morning I'm going to do that I'm going to go you you just heard me live now on here I'm going to go from Seacon Ferry to New Brighton Clown round about that's 5k when I turn around I'm going to go back I'm not bothered about my time especially I'm not bothered about time with 10k's like especially if I've got no one no, 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 but you've so got to up. think
1: about the next day, haven't you? No Sunday. point,
0: no point battering
1: it then not, not having enough in the tank to go the next day. where you've got to. So,
0: yeah, no, absolutely. But yeah, mate, you know, I'm start, I'm I'm starting to feel when when I'm running, I'm starting to feel like i to describe it. I don't feel like I'm breathing, but like heavy breathing. That's, that's a I mean, clearly I'm breathing, good. I wouldn't yeah. be fucking. <laughs> but you know, like I, I feel, I don't feel like I'm. Um, no, you're like, like bad. Yeah, I'm be like that at the very, very end. That's if, like the other day when I'm when I'm getting close to beating a personal best time, and you sprint it in or run dead hard. Mm. If I just went and done a five k and I was just wasn't bothered about the time, I could maybe I could probably do I could probably do a ten k every day. You know what I mean, if you just even if you're just thinking about just you're not thinking about your time or whatever, and you're just doing a run. Yeah, nice chilled pace. Problem is you go out and you go, oh, what I'm I'm forty minutes in and I'm on such and such, I could beat this time today. And that's yeah. when that's when the problem comes up, do you know what I mean? But Yeah.
1: Uh, right. So how how do we donate? What do we do? So
0: on my Facebook page is um me, me link. Um, yeah. I've done it for Mental Health UK because I think, obviously, in the time right now, a lot of people are struggling. Um, young, old, everyone, you no, know, yeah, everyone's had low days during lockdown. I've had them myself. You've probably everyone, everyone I know has had shit days. Yeah. You know, some more other than others. Yeah, and I just hate to think that, you know, i I want to I want to do the hundred k for myself because I want to prove that I, I can get myself fit, but. If I can do it and raise a few quid, you know. You know, I've never I've never done anything like that before. I've never raised money by myself, you know. Um, and I, I just set out to do 100 quid, Chris, because I thought, you know, 100 quid sounds better than nothing, is it?
1: Well, you believe and you I'm, smashed like, that already, haven't you?
0: On the first day, after honestly, after four hours, I was on 165 quid. Um, wow. And all my family and, like, my closest mates have said to me, when you do it, when you've done it, I'll donate, like, handsomely. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Well, I'd say I was waiting to bring it up on this before I threw it in, to be honest. So, uh, we'll, say, put told, we'll put yeah, on
0: the Facebook Joe, and she, everything. Gotta put, Joe's got to put 50 quid in. See yeah? I had a joint account. I'm fucking paying it myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm on 165 quid. Um, if I got 250 or something, I'd be, like, I'd be over the moon. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Mental Health UK as well, to be fair, because they actually emailed me the other day. And um, when you link a charity to your Just Given account, they must get some sort of notification or whatever. And they just they send you a little email saying, you know, like, is there anything you need? You know, like, sort of, Do you need any support or whatever? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, you need sponsors' stuff and whatever. Um, yeah, they were good. You know, it's nice, isn't it? And I just said, you know, like, I just keep it updated with my progress really but um yeah and another thing I've done is obviously I've now had a birdie at golf I've oh have yeah
1: that. oh oh but well, that just got kind of through in there didn't it?
0: Yeah so <laughs> I said to me I've been chasing doing having a bird, doing a birdie obviously never done one before um and I said to myself, when I do my first one, I'll put twenty quid. Every birdie I do in June, I'll put twenty pound myself into my fund. Now my first one was done before I started the challenge, so I got away with it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I done. A, I had a birdie on a par four yesterday on the first hole of Brombret, so um, I donated. Well, no. Yeah, I don't need to be fair. I'll be donating 20 pound of my own money anyway. Um, yeah, cause that sort of spares me on the golf course as well. Um, you know, at the end of the day, as I say, there's a lot of people struggling, mate, and there's, you know, uh, mental health many years ago was kind of, it was a, uh, it was like a, um, some, quite um, what's the word?
1: It's a taboo subject.
0: Taboo, taboo, yeah. You know, yeah. people, no one wanted to speak about it, you know, and people were suffering and in silence and all sorts. And and a lot of people just associated it with, oh, he's a bit mad, him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, you know, he's weird, him, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, now it's very much coming to the fore, isn't it? And it's, you know, it's... I don't know, that's, so, yeah, I'm involved in that one. And then that bloody lad... David Stewart that I used to, go to primary I, don't, with. I don't
1: see why I got involved in this. To be honest, this isn't.
0: I'll tell you why not happy. now. Because you put weight on and doing your I weight. <laughs> <laughs> so David Stewart. Yeah. He um, he's heavily involved with kind of like mental health stuff and that. And he he was in the, he was in the army for a good number of years. So he's obviously seeing a lot of people struggle with PTSD and stuff like that. And um, lovely lad. We're gonna play golf for him in a couple of weeks. Actually. No. He sure assures me he's gonna beat me. I said, You should do because I'm a twenty seven handicapper. Yeah. <laughs> um won't be will be twenty seven then, Lucas. And um he he tagged me in that bloody thing on Facebook before, didn't he? Yeah. Saying twenty five push ups for twenty five days and I thought, Do you know my perfect opportunity, yeah? For all the shits the Eirkman's been giving me over the last two <laughs> weeks. So I tagged him. I tagged Lee because he loves putting himself through shit like that anyway. Lee'll off it. And I thought, who else? And I thought, do you know what? <laughs> Ollie won't do it because he just won't. Oh, it's, thought, it's nice
1: to be fought that far down the line. Like, you go through everyone else you want, or will that dickhead deal do it.
0: Listen here, mate. It's boring. It's, um, it's boring. You, Your attitude stinks. <laughs> just, just get them done for them. <laughs> uh, Yeah, so I'll be donating to that as well. Just a couple of quid there. Uh, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But just, you know, I've got a, I've got a bike. I've got a bike, but don't use it. I've got my fucking <laughs> <board> on. <done. laughs>
1: You've got more money than fucking sense. You.
0: no I'm gonna do? no I'm gonna try and do? Do you know what my ultimate goal is? And you will love this. You'll love this because. I'm not a very good swimmer, obviously. I'm going to do a triathlon one day. Honestly. I swear down, Chris. You'd
1: have your you two season
0: bands on. Uh, <laughs> no, honestly, swear down. I'll say this live on here now. I'm not saying when it'll be. I- I'm telling you now, at the end of this year, I'm going to try and do like a tough mother or something. Right? i will be, be game for that. That that looks brilliant, No, You're nowhere near fit enough for that, mate. Not now, but later on in the year, <laughs> I'll
1: be smashing it.
0: I'm going to do something like that, right? And obviously, I'm not a great swimmer, so I'm going to get myself back to the swimming pool. I'm going to learn to swim properly without expanding all my energy because that's the issue. I can Clearly, I can swim. Get in but, the sea. But I, I can swim, but I, I can't. But obviously, I, I, my swimming style is so bad that I'll run out of all my energy and then I'll just sink. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> and I am, I'm going to do, in the next two years of my life, before I am 35, I will do a triathlon. There, I said it. Right, Saturday first. On the 11th of the 6th of 2020, Saturday here first. So if anyone wants to train me, anyone wants to get me involved, if anyone wants to teach me how to swim, <laughs> give me a shout <laughs> and teach man how to swim, please. Someone. throw it in the deep end be sound so what's new what should we talk about football. football football it is can't wait
1: this time next week we'll be well underway no yeah
0: Wednesday last next week yeah
1: so this time next week we've we'll already been well underway
0: oh no for you meant like the game would be on now no yeah, so um City will beat Arsenal, doesn't matter whether there's no fans there or not. I mean City don't really have fans there anyway. So the old I, I, mean, really. I can't see Arsenal
1: getting anything there.
0: That's all. No. Um doesn't matter. We just need to win two games. That's it. Yeah, um, in the interest of fairness, I don't care what absolutely anyone says. I just want Liverpool to win the league. <laughs> yeah, just to keep it impartial, guys.
1: Oh, all bias has gone right. Help, win did he? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but so obviously, obviously, we were just talking before we come on, weren't we, about um uh, all the testing and that. Um, yeah. So, I believe the Premier League has in its seventh round of testing done over 1,200 1, tests, and they've just had one, just one come back. Um,
1: did you find out what team it was come back from or didn't it say
0: nah didn't it only came out today yeah. so and as we talked about before they probably keep it confidential at the end of the day it is someone's health isn't it yeah uh, same as your doctor keeping your herpes to himself isn't it um, I pay him
1: very well for that to be
0: fair <laughs> right. is that what your accountant has to do <laughs> just siphon money into your doctor um, so yeah <laughs> it is hush um, money and the, what did you say the championship had? But, um, in one
1: thousand one hundred ninety-two tests, there was eight positive in the championship. That's I think what the, I found there.
0: Personal opinion. I think that's a lot. Do
1: you reckon? I think eight eight,
0: eight, eight eight tests, right? But it's who them? It's who them? Eight people have been in contact with at them clubs before they've been tested, or or. Because let's be honest,
1: it's not the first day he have been back, is it? Well, this is where worked. the next round, of testing comes in, isn't it? Because if how long does it take to show up on a test after these are well, positive?
0: You say you say generally have it for ten days or something before you get you have symptoms, don't
1: you? Yes, yeah, but but are you contractable then? Are you, are you able to? I don't know how it works. I'll be dead honest, mate. So. I let's think, say, like you say, these let's say these eight positives are from eight different clubs. Chipped with well, the yeah. fan now, couldn't
0: they? Yeah, well, you know, it's more... What have they been training with others, right? They've contact training as well, no? They've had it before they've had their tests, obviously. Yeah. So, it's who they've been in contact with at the club prior to that. And as you say, if it's eight different clubs or whatever, you, you that could stop the league. Potentially, you know? definitely, yeah. Now you need one to have it and give it to the rest of the squad, don't you? Yes, that's the testing. We now know that, well, League One has sadly been called over, called off. Yeah. You yeah, actually from, te- no points of me, didn't you? Yeah. Um, We've sad. obviously
1: had Danny on the last show, and um, the connections with Sam, it is very sad for us. Yeah, Tom, I was Tom about Tom. it last
0: night as well. Um a good mate of mine, Billy, is a mad, mad Sammy fan. Like he's in the he's part of like one of the head. Like he's one of the fucking part of the sports club and all that. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's nuts. To be relegated on 0.04 points is, is is disgrace. And the thing about this for me, right? If points per game was to be the be all and end all, that's fine, right? Yeah. That's yeah. fine. You can't relegate Tramia, right? Or you can't rele- so you can't relegate teams in League 1 to League 2, right? But then still allow teams from League 2 to play their playoff to get into the Tramia's, effectively take Tramia's position. You can't. That's just, there's so many kinds of wrong there. Yeah, well,
1: Generally, the whole point of not being able to play is because what then? If they're allowed to play the playoffs, how are
0: clubs allowed to play for playoffs to potentially be promoted? Right. But the ones in relegation aren't allowed to play to try and stay in the league.
1: Yeah. It's double standard, isn't
0: it? Absolutely. Of course it is. Because this this country, the way it is, the only one to reward the success.
1: I've got a massive stat here to know for why. It was a big thing, wasn't it? Why does football need to come back? So with everything else that was going on. And um, I've seen it came up on Sky Sports before. It was um, the Premier League and the EFL clubs contributed £2.3 billion in taxes in the 18-19 tax year. Now that's a lot of money going into the economy for people to say that football doesn't need to come back. That's the only reason. I don't
0: want football to come back because they have an agenda against other clubs. End of story. Let's be honest. And Purely talking about rivalries, and these are the two rivalries that we know the best. Talk about Everton and Man United, yeah? Being Liverpool's biggest rivals. And City, to a degree, as in they're the closest rivals in terms of title, yeah? Yeah why is it a surprise to anyone that those fans in particular wanted the premier league voiding
1: mate because it tell was tell me why was clear to see wasn't it see with united i don't know why you would because good chance united, to get yeah so united the battling top 4 everton not really a lot to play for with city even if they did go on to win the league this season which it's very It's very unlikely it's going to happen. They've
0: actually put Liverpool's name on the trophy. Well,
1: yeah, that's what I'm saying. Obviously, as a Liverpool supporter, I know that. But they can't get Champions League. Whatever what happens with their court case, they've got nothing to play for. Absolutely nothing. Even if they come second, they've got no Champions League if this case goes the way it's sure. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. So why do they want to play? They've the, got the no reason in the world to play.
0: Exactly, but what I'm saying is, from a financial, from a financial point of view, the government need football on, fact. Yeah. But football is, let's be honest, shit when there's no fans there. It's weird. I've watched I loads struggled of to
1: watch the Bundesliga. Struggled the other day. I watched the I watched.
0: The girls. Again, I watched is it Bayern Munich play?
1: Lavercuse and I watched it. I missed I've seen it at one all, and There's then the...
0: Full
1: yeah, it it full went. Full uh, full. I turned it on at one all. I missed the two goals because I was playing on my phone because I lost interest. Seeing it at half time was 3 1 and I didn't leave my chair. It'll be Just, different
0: it was, in the Premier League though, you know, because that you've got a vested interest in the Premier League. Oh, yeah, you? definitely. Yeah, apparently, two of the clubs that wanted the Premier League. Stopping, avoiding, nulling, null void cancelled, whatever you call it. One of them is West Ham. Now, I've got a very good friend of mine is a West Ham season ticket holder. Matt's um, name is, I worked with him in Ed's. You went to watch West, West Ham
1: with him, didn't you? That I be. went
0: to watch, I went to watch Everton versus West Ham at Goodison Park, yeah. West Ham beat them, 3-1. <laughs> I was a new A-Fans. But, right, why West Ham? Just why showing West you that. Ham?
1: La Liga's back as well tonight. First game, Seville v Betis. Oh, yeah. Why, like, why would West Ham want to go? Like,
0: what? Are they that worried that they would get relegated, maybe? Yeah,
1: definitely. They don't want no dogfight now. But the thing is... West Ham is 16th, 27 points. Same points as Bournemouth.
0: But I think I think if you used to look at form, I think they've got like the worst they before it finished, I bet you they had the worst form in the Premier League. All, all very close.
1: Quite possibly. Well you've got right, you've got Aston Villa have only played twenty eight and they're on twenty five points. So potentially they could leapfrog West Ham.
0: You also can't you also can't cancel a league if not everyone's played the same amount of games. That's not fair either. Sam yeah, I've played a game less then, then all their rivals around them, you know, in the in the sort of relegation, yeah, but they've been relegated. Makes you sick. It's but you know what? But but as we know, we're just speaking to Tom and stuff. Tammy is in a very very good place um, financially, the way it's looked after. And funny, one of the ironic things is about Tammy being relegated, Chris. I heard Mark Palios yesterday. say, were one of the, we're one of the only clubs in League One, yeah. Who, if there was no fans next season, Sam you were one of the only clubs in League One that would have that would survive financially. Yet they've been relegated.
1: Sure.
0: wrong, mate. Wrong. But yeah, um, yeah they're, in a, they're in a good place though. And to be honest, they probably got they probably got promoted a bit too soon. You know, the, too, yeah, we've touched on
1: this hard. last. Yeah, we touched on this in the last episode, didn't they? Doing the back-to-back promotions was it a bit too much? And it, it did look that way, didn't it, towards the start of the season, with some of the bad results that they did have. But towards but they were form, before lockdown, you flying. You were flying before lockdown, weren't you?
0: Yeah, you were in form. I, I still think, I still think the three that are in the Premier League, bottom three, will be the three that go down. But yeah. having said that, I mean Norwich will definitely go down. Having said that, Bournemouth, Bournemouth have had the worst, worst injury list you have ever seen in your life this season. They couldn't fit. They, I'm sure in one game, man, have even been in Anfield. I think they played four right backs or four left backs or something in their back four. Oh my! You know what I mean? Some of them daft like yeah. that because they couldn't, like, they couldn't field a defence. Yeah. You know what I mean? They've been, they've been really, really hardly done by. Um, well, I think, well, I think Villa will go down. I'd like Villa to stay though. Their their ground is the
1: loudest I've ever been to. But is it? Mm, they yeah. are loud. Same massive capacity,
0: isn't it, Villa Park? Is it four
1: thousand? I think maybe. No, I'm sure it's a bit more than that because you used to use Villa Park in Old Trafford, didn't he, on the semi-finals of the FA Cup? Let's have a look.
0: Villa
1: Park capacity. What do you reckon it is? I reckon
0: it's fifty something. Shut <laughs> up. I reckon it is. 42-7. 42-7? Seven, seven. Is yeah. it? Stadium of light, 49,000, you know. So I, I don't understand that then, because Anfield was always more than that, even before...
1: I think, it, well, Why use Villa Park as one of the um, the two for the semi final Well, what do you use for the semi-finals of the FA Cup? You'd think you'd use your two biggest, wouldn't you, other than Wembley? Hey, Chris...
0: Sunderland is 49,000. Stadium of lighters. That's mad.
1: That looks must look fucking so empty now.
0: With an original capacity of 42,000, it was expanded in 2000 to 49,000. Its simple design is apparently to allow for, well, I must, must say, next extensions, wasn't it? It's the ninth largest stadium in the country do you reckon you could wear? Do you you could wear them all out, Chris?
1: Right. Uh, week, have to, in any order. No have no you got them in the UK? Cause, so you're putting Scotland and Wales in this as well. Are they in the UK? Well, yeah, obviously. But I thought you would just do in England. But come on, I reckon I've got this. Go on then. Right, so for we doing Scotland as well, Celtic Park. Are you
0: serious right now?
1: I'm not saying in any order, top ten.
0: Well, why can't you work out the biggest one?
1: All right, Old Trafford. No. Well, Wembley?
0: Well, I thought you were good at this. Yeah, Wembley. Uh,
1: all right, so it's all stadiums, so I reckon Wembley, Millennium Stadium, Hamden. at the health uh, huh. Old Trafford, yeah, uh, the Emirates, yeah, the London, London Stadium, yeah, West Ham, um, the Etihad, Anfield, Etihad's fifty five. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So Etihad, Anfield, um, there
0: You've got. We said Celtic Park. Yeah, said that the first one, didn't That's Two more. So, hey, how much do you reckon it cost to build Old Trafford? See, it's been done in a lot lot of stages, hasn't it, Old Trafford? How much? Altogether. Just, it says, build cost. How much? 300 million. 90,000. 90,000 pounds? Must have cost them $90,000. Fuck 000. off. Celtic <laughs> Park,
1: ca- $35,000. You're do fucking s- sort of mad. To you They're yeah, building Emirates, that out Lego.
0: 400- yeah, Hemrit, $470 million. London Stadium, that West Ham are literally renting $530 Yeah, million. Yeah. Etihad- Etihad-
1: what was Wembley? Was
0: Wembley was, Philly- was
1: stupid, wasn't it? Yeah.
0: A billion. Anfield, unknown. Newcastle, unknown. Hamden Park, oh, unknown. That was
1: another one, that Newcastle, that I should have said. With and Hamden 10 Park.
0: Chris, i come up with an idea. From now on, every, every week, every episode, we need to do my new feature, and it's called All Time High Five. Now, the story behind this is I was thinking today well, about the last few days, What are the five greatest sporting moments that I have personally ever seen? doesn't matter what other people think. You know, hopefully everyone's opinion is going to be very different. Um, We'll all have, you know, we'll all have come across some mad stuff. Um, Anything from comebacks, you know, comeback stories, amazing victories, overcoming the odds, uh, you know, things like just unbelievable single performances by a certain player. Anything like that, really. Um, So, after I mentioned it to you today, I had a think. So, I've got my five now. um, There's a couple of good mentions for others in there as well. Um, Every guest that we have on, when I send them an agenda, I'll tell them to have a think about this as well. Um, But I will tap you for yours or some of yours as well in a bit um, preferably we'd like them, I would like them to be um, you know all time high five of kind of any sport it can all be the same sport if people want to um, but I'd like them to be you know I'd like them to be all professional sports or things that have been televised or you know yeah that's other people have
1: got an opinion on and we can get, all not, get involved
0: not like when you text me, like when you took a free kick off me once and scored from forty yards. Do you know I mean that? That doesn't cut it, really, because I, mean, I hate
1: you so. It still hurts you so bad that I scored
0: that. New it. it. So yeah, here's my all-time high five. In no particular order, I'm gonna start with. Um, I'll just get it out the way because people will probably roll their eyes and go, "Oh, whatever." LFC Liverpool FC in Istanbul. Um,
1: yeah, I had this in mind.
0: I think obviously being being a red or whatever, um, I do get the mix took out of me because I was following Samir a lot around that time. <laughs> um, but obviously, always had Liverpool, and you know, always, always be a Liverpool fan, you know. Um, but yeah, I was following Tramming all over the place at the time as well. But that LFC in Istanbul game. Just goes down in history. It's just as simple as that, really, isn't it? Yeah, um, it playing the best, probably the best starting lineup the Champions League's ever seen. You watched it. You ever get a chance? Get, get the photo up with the two starting lineups. I Fantastic. watched
1: it. 25th of May. Uh, I watched it again, and I, I done it. I looked at the two team sheets, and was like, "How the fuck did we beat these?"
0: Shevchenko, Kaka, Crespo, um,
1: Gattuso, Nesta, Maldini, Dida, F- on the side. Um, Crespo, Shevchenko. yeah.
0: Um, just ridiculous. Um, but the, the massive, I guess, the manner of the victory, the, when, when Dudek made that save that he had no right to, um, it's just kind of, it all just, it's just something that will and not just Liverpool fans, I was in I was in the pub with other fans, Everton fans and everyone. Everyone was on the tables, mate. It's just one of them things that you watch that you'll you will actually never see again. Um for me, fortunately, it was for my team. Um but being a red, I, I don't think I'll ever be able to forget that. Um So when did out, you watch it? In the um, horse and jockey,
1: did you? I was. Um, I had my last GCSE the day after. I, I was. I watched it with my mum and dad. I had a few uncle in that round, didn't I? It was that was mad, nuts?
0: Oh no! was mad about that? Something always sticks out in my mind. I went to pub with um, with John East, Ginger John, right? And before before the game. The jockey sent like a um, like a sweep round, and it was like um, two pound each, and he put all twenty-two players in. Sorry, all twenty outfield players in this thing. First scorer, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Ginger John picked out Maldini, <laughs> and he was like, "Let's take this. This is a joke." <laughs> After a minute, he'd already won the forty quid.
1: <laughs> cashed his prize.
0: Yeah. So yeah. Um, LFC Istanbul. I don't think I'll ever see any sporting, um, any sort of sport, sporting comeback of that kind ever again. Um, alongside it's forty-five minutes. Well, six minutes to be honest. Yeah, um, yeah when Dudek made that save, he should have just gave Liverpool the trophy then because it was just all going our way. It was very weird. It was a very well, weird. Shevchenko's
1: head. It had gone from missing that chance when he stepped up to take the penalty, everyone knew he was gonna miss.
0: Yeah. Um so yeah. In terms of comebacks, I would say obviously I would I would put the Barcelona Liverpool Barcelona again up there as well. Uh, that's not in my top five, but just in terms of comebacks again, to beat a team that good, four 0 it, it is it was mind blogging to be honest. Um yeah. So that's that's me football. That's me football, and me high five out the way, um, which I'm happy about because the others are actually better. Um, one of my others is Tiger Woods' comeback and then winning the Masters last year. Um, obviously, very very well documented what Tiger went through and what he did, and held his hands up, and it was all all his own fault at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, but not no, not just the. Um, not just the obviously what he done to his missus and his marriage and stuff. You know, he had some serious back problems and obviously massively affected his game and all sorts going on. Um and obviously there was you know, you look at the rate at which he won he won competitions when he was in his in his pomp, it was scary quick. Yeah. You know. Rory's good but Rory won't win half our targeted. no definitely not you know what I mean and and yeah. like you think Rory's own believable he never, will never be half as good as Tiger do you know what I mean yeah. Um, yeah and I think I remember watching that Masters funny enough they actually replayed it again a couple of when the Masters meant to be on in during lockdown um, Excuse me, sorry. They um they played it again on BBC, and it was it was mad. On that Sunday, you knew Tiger was gonna win. It was weird. I watched the whole. I watched all four of his rounds, and he. You know what I've never seen Tiger do when he's been in a winning position or or, or within a real good chance. I've never seen him play safe golf.
1: No, he carries on playing to his golf, doesn't he? He plays the same way for the world. It's one of the yeah. great things about
0: him. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that that the manner of the comeback to get to that such an elite level again, I mean, you've got to think. He doesn't know that. He doesn't know the game of golf, anything. He has gave golf more than any golfer ever. He basically, he reinvented golf. End of story. Don't get me wrong, Jack Nicholas obviously won, you know, more than Tiger. Um, and there's some other obviously very, very famous old veterans out there, but none have ever done for the game what Tiger's done for the game, you know, in terms of global sort of, you know, you get a game named after him for God's sake.
1: Yeah, he made it more of a, where it was an old man's, let's say an old man's sport kind of thing. He brought it, he made it more of a youth sport, didn't he? And um,
0: Because
1: he was a young kid. I think he
0: yeah. I I, I honestly think that his, um, his comeback to win that Masters is... Up, well, it's it's in my top five sporting moments of all time. That's how 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 I highly I rate it. Um, another one I've got is um, Ben Stokes. Ben Stokes's performance at the back end of the two thousand the twenty nineteen World Cup was like nothing I have ever seen in my life. He. If there was an unbelievable catch gonna be made, he was gonna make it. If there was a hundred runs that needed making in 70 balls, he was gonna do it. It's yeah. like it was like he was like Messi for Barcelona. That's what he did. He was the he main man, he? Right now he's the best cricketer in the world. And I think if you asked a hundred proper cricket fans, they would all say that I'm not a proper cricket fan. I watch The Ashes and you know. I don't follow, I don't follow like county cricket and all that kind of stuff. But I watch, you know, the one Dayers and the the England stuff and whatever. And I'm telling you now, he is going to be, he's going to go down as a proper, proper legend. He's like Flintoff, but five times better.
1: I reckon, yeah. See, I, I don't, really, I don't follow cricket. I, I can't. I've never been able to get into it. Like I watch the Ashes with Flintoff and.
0: You know what he is? He's got a bit of arsehole about him. That's what he is. You Know what I mean? You know, he's been to court. He had yeah, there's day in court and stuff, didn't he? And yeah. He, but he's got a bit of a. He's got a bit of like. You know, asshole about him. And he's a left-handed golfer as well. You know. I seen what? a feature that he done on Sky Sports. He as. You YouTuber mate, he's a good golfer. You know. Is he? Ping, yeah. Ping the balls down the path, isn't that? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yes, brother. Nah, I don't know anyone who has. <laughs> but yeah, um yeah, so um, i his perfor just I couldn't pinpoint what any one thing, but just as gen just his performance in the the final stages of the twenty nineteen World Cup for England, but just like nothing I've ever seen. You know what I mean? From one from a team looking to someone to do something in unbelievable, every time they asked him, he did it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, as I say, you look at like a Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo, for example. Um, you know, you look at the, these, what's his name, LeBron James and them type of players. Yeah, in, the, the big yeah, names. The and. The- He's as big in cricket as... Any of them are in their sport. Now, obviously, I'm not, he hasn't got the same worldwide recognition as them. But in his game, he's as good at his game as they are at his. That's how highly I think of him, anyway. Um, one of my others, you probably you won't know this, but Danny Burns will be listening to this. And Danny Burns will be nodding right now. One of the greatest sporting performances I've ever seen is Jeff Lace, um, Joe kozagi, absolutely... Dismantling Jeff Lacey. Now, I want you to YouTube this, Chris, and watch it. Jeff Lacey was the next big thing coming out of the States, right? Yeah. And he came over here with this massive reputation at Joe Calzaghi's weight. And Joe Calzaghi absolutely took picked him apart, destroyed him. He just, just took his soul out of him. And <laughs> when was
1: this? What years was this? Do you know, off the top of your head, no.
0: No. No. Um, you Google it now.
1: Was it early on?
0: versus Jeff Lacy towards the end of his career, towards the end of just um, Joe Carzaga's career. Was it? Yeah. Hmm. And I tell you now, do you know he never ever got beat? Yeah. Joe Calzaghe never ever got beat. No. That is absolutely. Unbelievable, that uh, never got beat, mate. He never got beat once, like that's mad. In, in that's another thing about it in boxing, we have to get hit with like one thing, don't you? Know and I mean, a, 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 like, yeah, good snap your just, jaw or, or, or just could just, just catch you and rock you. Never got beat.
1: Fourth of <laughs> March, 2006, it was
0: I'm telling you now. I want you to YouTube that fight when we finish. God, it is. so unbelievable, mate. Just pick some apart. But as I say, this fella came over, Chris, with a huge rep. He was the next big thing, this fella. And he got... He, well, he got humbled, mate. That, that's yeah. the only way yeah. to describe it. Um, Joe Calzaghi is my favourite boxer ever. Um, right now, uh, Callum Smith, as you know, is my favourite boxer. One of the other favourite moments is when Callum Smith finally shut George Groves up. Just, he just played with him for five minutes and just knocked him out. It was class. Um, one of my... My other one um, is the England... Well, this is rugby. your fifth, isn't it? The My final one is the England Rugby World Cup win. Well, more so with- Johnny Wilkinson. Yeah. And he won it once.
1: Yeah. I was... Yeah,
0: 2003 in Australia beat the Aussies in their own backyard. And I watched the program once. This is, a, this is a class watch as well. Yeah, I'll have to try and find it for you. Where John Johnny Wilkinson, right? And Martin, what's his name? The captain, Martin Lawrence, is it? No, Martin Lawrence, mate. He's the fella off he's the fella of bad boys. <laughs> what you gonna do? Martin,
1: you. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's his name? Martin. Hey. Johnson well, is Johnson. it? Well, is
0: Don't Johnson, we what do now. Don't we now mate,
1: <laughs> awesome. like, yeah. It's explain, tired. I'm tired. i had a long weekly Leave me alone.
0: Matt Dawson, who's the, the scrum off. He's the fellow off a question of sport. The, yeah. They explain in this, in this, this like document. Not the whole document. He's done about this. but there's a part of it where they explain how the whole last five minutes was about getting themselves in an exact part of the pitch with with Wilkinson in an exact position for them to throw it back so he can take that shot at goal. And every single honestly, every single phase of play, the way they kept the ball was all down, all all aimed towards this one moment. And they knew they knew that they knew that's how they were going to win it. Telling you, mate, they played the act, they actually played for it.
1: Wow, to have that playing that that late on and to keep your head and to keep it together, that's. that's I remember
0: Chris, right? Johnny Wilkinson was left footed. Right? He was yes. very yeah. famously left footed, yeah. Mm-hmm. he done that with his right foot. So, why, if that was. Set because they, Why? They, they, cause someone says that like they threw it. Someone threw it. Say say they meant to throw it out like that way towards his left peg, or what? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They, so they, they played
1: they, the ball onto his wrong side.
0: Or yeah. Or did they, did they, they done like the phase hadn't quite gone to plan or whatever, and then Wilkinson wasn't what's called in the pockets or, or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Something so I mean obviously supremely confident with his right foot anyway, he probably does that twenty times a day, you know what I mean, but yeah, the whole the whole phase of play in extra time was it uh, was angled at that exact moment to get him in in that position for him to take that shot, and it happened in the in the final like 30 seconds, so wow. so they so England knew. Australia had to kick the ball back to them, and then England had the ball, didn't he? When the hooter yeah, goes, just... you get off the pitch, don't you? And you've won. Yeah. Genius. And and I've heard, I've I've seen interviews of of Sir Clive Woodward. I think that's his name. It is. Yeah,
1: yeah. their I've manager
0: with him explaining it as well. Do you know? Do you know he got a play? Do you know he he um, he he got interviewed for the England manager's job?
1: Did yeah. Was I think that was just after Sven, wasn't it?
0: Was My bad, it? mate? Why? It's quite not it be for the football knowledge.
1: No, it was for the mentality thing, wasn't it? And like you're saying, the tactics behind the likes of things like that. But yeah, yeah, it, it's strange, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, mate. They must have had. They, they must have. The, the idea must have been to have, like football people around him. You know, like a head of fitness coach, a head of first team sort of whatever. Yeah. And then him as the, you know, like a bit like they do you know, like in baseball and stuff in America. They have like, yeah, they have, well, baseball has a general manager, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's my top five. But two other little mentions that didn't make it in, but they they, they were pretty close. Tramia's run in the Worthington Cup final 2000-2001 to get to Wembley some of the teams they beat on the way you just couldn't write like the story unbelievable mate and they also got to the FA Cup quarterfinal that season as well but he got beat at home by Newcastle I was going to say
1: I thought they played Newcastle that year
0: that was the FA Cup though
1: yeah
0: and and got relegated that season as well from the championship
1: mad mad season there. see That's it just a- shows that cup runs can hinder the league performance
0: yeah. Got relegated, mate. Mad. Um and the other one was <laughs> if you ever get the chance, Google this. Chris Gale. Chris Gale's one hundred against England. Done it in seventy balls. Right. Yeah. Hundred a hundred runs. But I'm sure I've seen somewhere as well before that he, he in one over, obviously six balls, he got thirty six runs. So you got six on heavy shot. <sighs> Mad. He's gonna
1: get shot there.
0: Yeah, well, uh, but he, have you seen him holding a bat? He may no. honestly. Chris, he, he makes he makes a bat look like like a twig. <laughs> he,
1: holds
0: like, he holds it like it's a twig. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, they they my all time high five. Um, I mean, if a if a. I'll probably be walking down the golf course tomorrow and I'll think, oh, that, that could have went in or whatever. But yeah. they're the ones that immediately sort of stuck out to me, you know. Um, the Tiger Woods one would be in any top five of mine. It just yeah. just pure based on the sheer how low he went from being at the very, very, very top. He yeah, mentally
1: gold. and physically, wasn't he? He was... He was fucked both
0: ways. Yeah. So I'll get your top five next time. You're listening to the O Balls Podcast in association with Peninsula Prince. For all your bespoke t-shirt and clothing prints.